0: Welcome to the Providence Baptist Church podcast with our pastor D. Bowen. Well, we want to do a Thanksgiving, I guess, service this morning. And you'd think is uh, you'd think that'd be really, really easy. And that's why I always look at it, but really and truly, it's really not. Uh, so what where would we start at? If we want to tell God thank you this morning, where would we start at? I mean, God is, I'm just real, just, he's blessed us so much as people, as a church, as families. He's blessed and blessed and blessed, so where do we start at? Telling him thanks this morning. And that's exactly what we should do, is be, we should be very thankful for God. We're, we're gonna eat some turkey come Thursday at my house. I don't know why we haven't had beef, but we're having turkey again, but Anyway. So, anyway, so Thanksgiving's a time and, and something that, really, that I really enjoy. It's my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving is. And I think the reason it is because Thanksgiving, my family, we all gather around the table, so to speak, and give God thanks for the food and the blessings in life. And that's a real good time of togetherness for us as a family. And all my family live within three miles of me. But anyway, it's a great time. And we really enjoy that thanksgiving. We're going to be in the book of Psalms this morning, and the book of Psalms is just full of thanksgivings. Now, the whole Bible is, but the book of Psalms is really full of thanksgiving. And we're going to be in Psalms chapter 100 this morning. Um, and we're going to read a few scriptures today, and we won't be long, but we'll, we'll see what God wants to tell us. It says this in verse 4 of chapter 100, book of Psalms. It says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Enter his courts and enter his gates with thanksgiving. And I don't know about you, but just what it means to me is this. To enter his gates, to enter his gates. Matter of fact, I believe that he believes that for me it's that his gates are open. For me to put myself second. God always number one. But for me to be number two, which is a good thing. I'm glad I'm that far up the ladder, so to speak. But to be second and putting ourselves behind God making God number 1 prior enough and he said to enter the gates with thanksgiving so what does that mean to me and I don't or it may not be to you but it just means this to me to enter the gates of God is to be in his presence to see all the goodness of God when we're in his presence I don't know if you've ever, I, I have been in the presence of God several times in my life, and I don't know where you have or not, you probably have, but there's nothing like being in the presence of God. When we're in the presence of God, we see ourselves for who we are and who he is. When we're in the presence of God, we really and truly see who he is in a way of the Lord of lords and king of kings. When we look around us and we don't see nothing but God, that's who we are. He said to enter in them gates with thanksgiving. And I, I'm just telling you, I, I believe if we, we could probably stand up, every one of us in this building could probably stand up and tell us what you're thankful for today and have a many, many different answers. But I don't know how long that list would be if we could thank God for everything. But God said to be thankful to him and to what he's done in our life. To be in the goodness of God, to be in his presence is a special place. And God's got a perfect life to plan for you and I. We go back to the book of Psalms chapter 16. Psalms chapter 16. In verse 11 it says this. You will show me the path of life. When we're in the presence of God, he'll show us the path of life and we can be thankful for that. In your presence is fullness of joy. You want to be joyful? Get in the presence of God and everything else will kind of disappear, so to speak. And at your right hand are the pleasures forevermore. Excuse me. So if you're in the presence of God, you're trusting God for everything in your life, from the good to bad and the other stuff, whatever, You're trusting God for everything in your life. It takes me back to the book of Psalms, chapter 23. I'm not going to read it, but that's where it takes me to. When I realize I'm in the presence of God and what God's doing in my life and in your life, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's putting God where He needs to be. That's on the throne. We can be thankful that God is on the throne this day and time. I'll tell you, the world you and I live in, we all know that. It's, It's a turbulent place and it's terrible. But God's still on the throne. God's still in control. And we can have joy and presence of the Lord because of that. And he's got a perfect plan for you and I. And Psalms 23 covers it all the way from start to finish. Even though we walk walk through the battle shadow of death, he'll be with us. So that's who God is. And we can be thankful in our life that he's got a perfect plan for us. I'm thankful for that. Because I'm telling you what, if it wasn't for God, Daniel would tell him where I'd be today. That's absolutely the truth. There's no telling where I would be today if it wasn't for God. Because he called me one day to be saved. And I give my life to him. I hadn't been a perfect life since then, but it's been a saved life. I put God where he need to be, and that's on the throne. And that's where God needs to stay, on the throne. So it's real important that we seek him for the direction of our lives. Philippians chapter three. Paul writes this in Philippians chapter three. Uh, Verse seven, it says, but what things were gained to me? What, Paul said, whatever thing looked good to me in this life, I've counted it lost for Christ. Yes, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of the Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. And be found in him. That's the most thankful thing you can think of. I can spit it out directly. That's the most thankful thing you can think of to be found in him, God. Not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. There's nothing like being in the presence of God. It's available. You can be in the presence of God. You know, there's a lot of ways that I think, you know, I, I, to me, I go outside and I'm by myself. Uh, I can just feel the presence of God. I can have a great one-on-one conversation with God, and you can too. God, Bible says get in your closet. Well, my, my closet's full of my wife's clothes, so I can't get in there. So... Anyway, I go down to the creek. I, go, I, used to, I used to go to the creek. For the first three years I preached before I ever pastored a church, three or four years, i go down to the creek and pray to every one of my sermons at the creek listening listen to the water run by. It's amazing how close you can get to God if you'll get all the other distractions from around you out of the way. And it's just you and Him. It's amazing how close when it, that makes the things on this earth look absolutely dim. It's like the song says when you're in the presence of God. So that's a great thing. Second secondly, this morning, it says the Bible says, for the Lord is is good. You know, his provision for us is good. And the Bible says that he provides everything that we have need of, that's what it says. But I go to looking back and finding what Jesus said about it and whatever and the two things that two things that's just real simple and elementary, so to speak, is Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. I believe that he's, he's telling us that's what we eat in life. I am the bread of life, but it also means, I think it also means that if we have him in our life, our life is way different than it was. He said, I'm the bread of life. You cannot live by bread alone, is what God's word says. That means the stuff you put in your mouth goes to your stomach. See, we all have to have Jesus. And I'm so thankful that he is the bread of my life. I'm so thankful that he is the water in my life. Because the Bible says if you drink the water of the earth, you'll thirst again. But if you'll if you drink the water that Jesus gives, you'll never thirst again. That doesn't mean you won't go down the wrong road. But you'll never have a dryness in your life, spiritual dryness. If you've got Jesus Christ in your life, He is available. You'll never have to thirst again. Psalms chapter 107, verse 8 and 9. Chapter 107, verse 8 and 9. It said, Oh, that man would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. That's who God is in our life. He's all we need in our life. So I'm so thankful that God is our bread and our water and life. Another thing I'm thankful about, thankful about this morning, that God is our house. That we can build our house or our home on the word of God or up on the rock which is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's so important and I'm thankful that God is the carpenter in my house or my home. That He builds my life on the rock, which is Lord Jesus Christ. Because I'm telling you, and you all know this, we can be thankful that when the storms come in life, and they come, believe me, they come, but when the wind blows and storms and rain beat up on it, your house will not fall. I'm thankful that I got to build my, I had the opportunity to build my house on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ and I hope and pray that you are too fourthly I'm thankful this morning for family I tell you what there's there's nothing better than uh, other than God than family I know some people has got broken families I understand that but family is a unit that God put together to keep together and I'm so thankful this morning that, that he blesses our families I'm thankful this morning that mom and dads bring little children, little kids to church house. I'm thankful for that. It blesses my heart when I see all these little kids going back to the children's church. And I'm thankful that Brenda and Tammy and several more teach them little kids about the Lord Jesus Christ. See, that's something kids are not exposed to much anymore. I mean, they took it out of the schoolhouse where we used to say the, the Lord's Prayer every, every morning, pledge of allegiance every morning when I was a kid, but that's back before air conditioning. But anyway, I'm so thankful that mom and dad or mom or dad brings the kids into the church house because one of these days if we teach them as a church and that's our responsibility as a church, it's your responsibility to do it at home, but it's our honor that we get to teach them about the Lord Jesus Christ for one day, they'll have opportunity to be saved. They'll know about God. They'll know about Jesus. So I'm so thankful that God allows us as families to congregate together and to bring the whole family. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that Chaney got baptized this morning. I'm thankful for that. That's a decision. She made that all by herself. I'm thankful for that. And so all these little kids walked out this door this morning. One day they'll come forward during the invitation or somebody or something, wherever. They can do it at the sale barn where they're at and give their life to the Lord. I'm thankful that the presence of God is in this place and I'm thankful that you bring them because they're a heritage from the Lord. It's your responsibility. They're a gift of God. I know sometimes you may doubt that but they are a gift to God. And God gives us an awesome responsibility to raise them kids in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. He gives us that responsibility. I read something on Facebook, which I guess where my sermon's at, but not really. You know, I think every, every one of us in this building, or most, a lot of us, me included, sports and stuff is very important to me. It is. Now I don't like to win as much as Ty Massey but uh, anyway, I, I'm not that to that point. I'm close. You know, a lot of times in our lives, and I love sports. They're good. I love seeing my all my grandkids play basketball and whatever sport they got. I just love going and watching them. That's so important to me. It learns them how to lose and it learns them how to win. there's a difference and kids need to learn how to win and how to lose and sports teaches them that but I read on Facebook the other day it made a lot of sense and jumped out at me and I agree with them they said for every kid every kid they got like I don't know the numbers 0.029635 whatever in other words, me rounding it up to whatever number I come up with, one out of every 150,000 kids will become a professional athlete in their, in their time. But 100% of the kids will stand in front of God one of these days. I love sports. We do our best to teach them. I mean, we come back in a basketball game. We replay the game. Um, I don't know nothing about basketball, but I act like I do. And our kids get, they grandkids and our kids do. They got got grilled, I'm telling you. There's things they can improve on their game. So we're going to tell them about it, you know. I've had it you know, I, I used to rope caves and I've had it, I had many people tell me what I'd be and I appreciate it, but anyway that's beside the point if we are so energetic about teaching our kids about sports or rodeos, there's a lot of rodeo people in here, or anything else and you are believe me, I'm not, I'm not talking, but the that, you get out in the world, it's not Jesus Christ is way, 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 way more important than sports. Yes, is. Because that's something, he is the one that's in eternity. I love sports. Do not get me wrong. I love sports. And if you're going to play the game, ask Ty Massive, we're going to try to win. Ain't right, Ty? Try to win. Like I said last week, I'm not a, everybody gets a trophy guy. But thank you, parents and grandparents, for bringing them kids to the church house where they can learn about the Lord Jesus Christ. Then this the world you and I live in. It's kind of a spooky place out there a little bit. And I'm thankful for something that God said in his Word, in Isaiah 41.10. He says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I'll be with you wherever you go. Everywhere we go, and I'm thankful for the God that wherever I go in life, the goodness of God is going to be right with me. The goodness of God. I love that song that Whitney sings. I love that. It's my favorite song. And he's good. And he's good all the time. Fourthly, thirdly, thirdly, I thank God for his grace and his mercy which is everlasting. We don't get what we deserve. We get what God wants to give us. And that's love. And I'm thankful for the God saying that he loves us unconditionally. No matter where we're at in life, no matter where we're at, God still loves us. It's exactly the same. God still loves us. And I can hear that right now on this roof of this building. I love God because he's sending us good rain. If you don't blame me, look outside. That's good. I love rain. God's good. His love is unconditional. I thank him for that. Fourthly, the Bible says the truth endures. The Bible says this, flowers fade and the grass withers, but the word of God endures forever. You know, we, we all got a time where we're gonna stand in front of God. Every one of us pointed to us. That's just a part of life. And everything else around us is going to be burnt up, withered away, and faded. But the Word of God is still going to be, after all that happens, the truth of God. You can find it from cover to cover, the truth of God. Lastly, I'll be done. Fifthly, I'm thankful today for God. For God who breathed the breath of life in every one of us here. I'm thankful for God that He chose you and chose me to create us to be a special person for His glory. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ being my Savior in my life, and my Lord, not only my Savior, He's my Lord. I thank thank God and thank Jesus for going to the cross and dying for me so that I could have a place in heaven I thank Jesus for that. Thirdly, I thank the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of times we kind of leave the Holy Spirit out there somewhere. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the Trinity in three and one. The reason I thank God, or thank God for this morning for the Holy Spirit is for, God, for the Holy Spirit to convict my heart when I'm not where I'm supposed to be. For the Holy Spirit. Encouraging me when I'm down in the dumps. When the hope when the Holy Spirit lifts me up. I thank God for the Holy Spirit that just works in my life. He's real, convicts me of my sins, convicts me of my wrongdoings. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. With that being said, I thank God for my salvation today and I hope and pray that you do too because that's the only thing that we take with us when we depart from this earth is our salvation, nothing else and I thank God that we've all got a chance one of these days stand in front of God he's going to say good, good and done my well and faithful servant, whatever good and well done my good and faithful servant we got that opportunity, but you got to trust Jesus to have that. You got to have trust Jesus for your salvation. There's many things that we could be thankful for this morning. I mean, the list is huge. Everyone in this building that I look at right now has had a blessed life. I know some have been through this, some have been through that. But you look around, turn the TV on, whatever, you're way, way, way better off than a lot of people. And we need to be thankful for that. It's nothing we earned. It's because God chose to bless us. And we should be thankful for that. Because God's good all the time. You're exactly right. Let's pray this morning. Father God, I just want to praise you for this day and thank you so much for it. God, we thank you for being who you are. We thank you, Lord, for loving us unconditionally. We thank you, God, that for your son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, today, I pray that the Holy Spirit roams freely in this building. and We thank you so much for that. And I pray this morning, Lord, that you bless this time of invitation. And God, I don't know what needs to be done this morning. God, but I pray that you help whoever needs to make a decision this morning to make that decision. I just pray for that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just pray that you keep Satan out of this place right now, God. In Jesus' precious holy name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray that God's word spoke to your heart. And as always, please like and share. God bless.